Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Well, hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of The Mindful Minute. I am so happy, as always, to connect with you. Before we dive into today's class, I just wanted to take a minute to talk about my upcoming meditation teacher training. It's coming up in January of 2022. It's one of only two programs that I'm going to do in 2022, actually. And I'm really excited. It's starting to fill up. I want to talk to you about it in case you want a spot in this training. You know, in the past, my trainings have been made up of students that are just looking for more depth and understanding in their practice, yoga teachers, school teachers, therapists, social workers, community activists, churchgoers, stay-at-home parents. In short, my trainings are made up of people just like you. People who are busy, tired, inspired, curious, and Mostly, we're just all out here juggling all of the things. This meditation training isn't for the aspiring monk. It's not for somebody who, for sure, 100% even wants to teach. This training is for the engaged, awake individual who's looking for just a little bit more. More depth, more wisdom, more questions, more creativity more connection. The next Awakened Heart Meditation Teacher Training begins in January, and there are currently 10 spots left. I hope one of them is for you. Feel free to reach out. You can find my link in the show notes to email, ask any questions you have. And until then, enjoy this next episode of The Mindful Minute. Well, welcome. (laughs) Happy to spend Monday night with you guys as always. We are moving through the second part of our Lying on the Forest Floor series. And we started with a look at humus, earth, soil, ground, being the root word of human, being the root of human, and working with this quote from Richard Rohr, that we are earth come to consciousness. And we're gonna look a little bit deeper at that tonight as we explore really truly what it means to be human, to be a human being. Because I think it is likely common that we think of ourselves in one particular way as we are moving through the majority of the moments of our lives because we are busy and 
harried and rushed and overwhelmed. And it's quite another thing to carve out space and time to truly reflect on what it means to be human in the same way that you might go outside and stare at the night sky. Have you done that? And you've had that experience of like, you're the emoji with the head exploding because all of a sudden you're like, I get that we're just this one tiny dot in the middle of a universe, but oh my God, we're one tiny dot in the middle of the universe, right? Like you have those moments sometimes when you see it in a way that we don't normally. When I go outside and I look in my backyard, I see some stars. But when we were at the beach a couple weeks ago, I could like very clearly see the Milky Way, which is not an experience that I have every day. And so when you do have it, whoa, that immediate sense of expansiveness, of vastness is so present for us. And what I want to invite for tonight's class is an exploration of human being in the exact same way. You know, when we when you learn mantra meditation, at least through um, like a tantric lens or a, an Eastern lens, one of the mantras that we learn really early on is soham. Soham. And soham in Sanskrit roughly translates to be, I am that I am. I am that I am. And I just recently learned of a Hebrew word that means, here I am. And in Pali, there's a word. In so many languages, there's a word or a phrase that in essence says with full presence, I am here or I am that. I am something bigger than the little self that I walk around with all day. And I brought some translated phrases. These come from a text called the Ashtavakra Gita, which is a discourse on the nature of self written in Sanskrit. And the date of it is disputed, but it's sometime after the Bhagavad Gita that this was written. So whatever the date was, it was quite a long time ago. It's one of the classic texts. And so these are five statements translated from a portion of this text. In me, the boundless ocean, the boat of the universe moves here and there, driven by the wind of its own inherent nature. I am not affected. In me, the limitless ocean, let the wave of the world rise or vanish of itself. I neither rise nor fall. In me, the boundless ocean is the imagination of the universe. I'm quite tranquil and formless. In this knowledge, I do abide. The self is not limited to any object, nor does any object contain the self, which is infinite and stainless. Thus, it is free from attachment and desire and ever tranquil. And lastly, 
I am really consciousness itself. The world is a juggler show. So how and where can there be any thought of rejection or acceptance within me? In me, the boundless ocean. I think in these phrases and in these words and so hum and such, it's pointing to something that in text would often be described as the capital S self, the bigger self or the true self, something that feels a little bit more, right? And it's interesting because I think day to day, we would think about ourselves in terms of our thoughts. We are our thoughts. That's how it seems. But when you really pay attention to a thought and to the workings of the mind, what you discover is that even the mind contains so many layers that how could a thought actually be us? So for example, the mind can think a thought, right? The mind can also know that it's thinking a thought. So it's, the mind can be aware of the object of the thought, right? This is what I'm thinking about. It can also understand that it's the subject of the thought. I am the one, my mind, I am the one doing the thinking. But it also can understand in a third layer that it's the cognizant force. It's the one doing the thinking and there's some other being that surrounds it and supports it. Right? So the way one of my teachers words it is, let yourself know and know that you know. Let yourself know and know that you know. When we meditate, this invitation is basically saying, have your thought and see that you're thinking. And then see that you can see that you're thinking. Do you see how you could just do that infinitely? You could just keep walking back a step. See that you see that you see that you're thinking. See that you see that you see that you see that you're thinking, right? We could just keep. So who's there? Who is that? What we're getting at is an idea of expansiveness a vastness that is so much broader than the picture, the movie that we have created that we are, right? We have, everybody's heard this, right? You have like this little movie playing in your head and it stars you. Every interaction is about you. Everything is about the way that you feel or perceive things. And it's so dramatic. It's so consuming that we tend to let it seem like this is the encompassment of life. When really, this is just one tiny layer of who we are. I heard this really interesting. I wish I could remember where I heard this because it was quite a while ago. But I listened to this wonderful talk by somebody who was exploring under the earth, subterranean earth, like under these six inches of soil that we consider the surface of the earth. And the interesting thing was, he said, you know, for the most part, we don't really consider underneath. We're well aware 
of the vastness of the universe. We're well aware of the depths of the ocean. But really, truly, do you spend much time contemplating what's under the soles of your feet when you walk? And when he said that, I thought, no, I don't. I have never thought about what's under the soil in my backyard. That just is, it seems like it's just earth. But in truth, there is whole vast landscapes and we've only explored, you know, one one millionth of a tenth of what's there. And in the same way, when we talk about lying on the forest floor, it's not just this one little body lying on the ground, right? We are the forest. We are the boundless ocean. We are the broadest, most expansive version that you can think of. One of the reasons that you might find it lovely to reflect on is it's almost like zooming out and you're in the middle of your day or looking at each other on a Monday night. So you've just had your Monday with all the things. You know, my husband is a horticulturist and he specifically is a buyer of Christmas trees. Not just that, but that's a large part of his job. He supplies a major nursery with Christmas trees. And that sounds like a job, right? But let me tell you how freaking stressful Christmas trees are. Like the environment, what happened 10 years ago in the weather majorly affects Christmas trees. You heard it here first. It's going to be hard to get a good Christmas tree this year. Just telling you. So he comes up from the office and he's like, oh, Monday, like we're going to be short this many trees. I got to find more Christmas trees. He's like having this whole Christmas trees. I'm so stressed. Just think what it might be in that moment. Take your version of whatever the Christmas tree crisis is in your life, because we all have them. If you were to sit down and just zoom back up enough to see the Milky Way. It's not that the Christmas trees don't matter. It's not. It's just that they aren't the only thing making up you and your existence in this moment. There is so much work, so much more, right? The world rises and falls of its own. I neither rise nor fall, right? What's the other one? The boat of the universe moves here and there, driven by the wind of its own inherent nature. I am not affected. And so this practice, again, I, I really am, I feel like in this series, I'm really straddling this line of science and poetry or beauty and reality, maybe. Because how beautiful to say, like, you are the whole forest, you are the boundless ocean. But also I'm here to say, like, what a lovely practice for us to do for our own nervous systems when we're feeling lost in the muck and the mire of our day. 
there's so much more than just this tiny little blob of salt and water and muscle and bone that steps on the surface of the earth. There's so much more than that. And it's easy to be just the blob of salt and water and muscle and bone. But in this practice that we're about to do right now, explore exactly how expansive you can be. How much more are you than just that little being? Let's find out. We're going to practice. So if you've already been seated, just take a minute to go ahead and cross your legs, uncross your legs, wiggle around. Take a minute to let yourself get really, truly, supremely comfortable. Working out all the little shifts, the adjustments that you need to make. So that as you sit down, you can find a place that's both steady and comfortable. If you need cushions or blankets, you add them. And you check in with your spine to make sure that you're upright and tall because this keeps us awake. And if you choose, you let your eyes close. And if you'd rather take a soft gaze, you just take a soft gaze down towards the ground. And together as a group, let's take a nice deep breath in. Exhale out a sigh. And we'll just do that again, inhaling deeply, filling yourself up. Exhale out a sigh. And you let your breath flow. And in these first moments, You just silently say to yourself, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And as you say those words and you breathe, Take enough time to truly acknowledge that you have taken a seat. There's no part of you that needs to be held up. You don't have to prepare for the next thing. But perhaps you notice just how much you can sit. Letting go all the way through your thighs, your hips, your seat. Letting go of the muscles in the belly. 
from the muscles in the chest. And you might feel your collarbones spreading and softening. Maybe the shoulder blades can drop back and down just a bit. Letting the back of the neck lengthen. Letting go along the jaw. the inside of the cheeks. Letting go of the space between the ears. The skin around the eyes. Broadening out the space between the eyebrows. And as we sit and we breathe. We might consciously invite ourselves just to let go of all external affairs. All the muck and the mire of the day. All the plans for tomorrow. You might just notice if you can set that aside. And instead, direct all of your awareness just inside the nose. So that the next time you breathe in, you feel that air moving into the body. And as you breathe out, you feel that air moving through the nose and out into the room. And you don't have to narrate or describe your breath. Just allowing yourself to feel a smooth, steady inhale. 
and a smooth, steady exhale. Letting your breath flow evenly. smoothly and without changing your breath at all there's no need to exaggerate or force I want you to simply notice as you breathe in how deep inside the body you can follow your breath. And each time you breathe out, following your breath as far out into the universe as you can. You don't have to change your breath at all. But your mind's eye travels a vast expanse. Into the deepest part of your body as you breathe in. and as boundless as the ocean as you breathe out. In a moment, we'll settle into about 10 minutes of silence. And we'll each continue to do just what we're doing. Exploring the vastness of the self. If you get lost in your thoughts, you can just notice that with a smile. And return to feel this next breath in as deep inside as you can. And the next breath out as far into space as you can. Allowing yourself to be the entire forest.
as boundless as the ocean, the entirety of the forest. Feel your breath here. Enjoying this last moment of really feeling into the full range of yourself. And when you feel ready, you'll wiggle into the fingers and the toes, connecting into the edges of this physical body. We'll take a deep breath in together, opening up the mouth, releasing a sigh. Today, let's bring our palms together like a prayer and rub the palms together so that you generate some heat. Rub them until they feel nice and warm between those palms. And when they do, you'll cup your hands right over your eyes. Just taking a moment to let the heat from your palms transfer all the way through skin, through muscle, through bone, right into that mid part of the brain. Just centering and grounding you, reawakening you. And with your hands right there, you can start to blink your eyes open. When you feel ready, letting your hands fall away. Knowing that when you state, I am here, it is more than just your footprint on the soil. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.